Welcome everybody to Craps Journey Podcast. My name is Aaron. This is episode 57 and this one will be about session report number 46. Today headed back to the casino. It's been a little while since I last played and uh, headed to well, basically six weeks since I've last had a chance to indulge in, in my craps games. And uh, I wasn't going to miss out today for anything. And even just watching would be okay. Um, I arrived at 3pm uh, to the casino to find the table half full again. Uh, it's good because I, I, I want it to be full. I want it to be full all the time to prove to the casino management that they shouldn't put the table back in storage. I want it to stay. Uh, I just watched for a bit because I could see a longish hand coming and it was in flight and I do enjoy watching a good shooting display. It's, it's always enjoyable. Even if I'm not in on it, I just enjoy watching it because I can appreciate it as those that wanted li that would listen to this uh, can appreciate with me. Um, the guy who was doing it was a regular and I'd consider him a, a rhythm roller. So he basically runs through the same motion every single time. He doesn't uh, set the dice, he just has the same mechanical uh, uh, throw. Um, two important differences today. Number one, I've lost my little notebook, which I track all my rolls in. I am not very happy about that. Um, secondly, I thought I had $400 in my wallet, but I actually only had $150. So another disappointment. Uh, these two little nuggets uh, really upset me. I couldn't believe it. I, I, I reached into my bag to get my little tracking notebook and my little pencil that I have, and they were not in their usual spot in my bag. And I didn't realize how accustomed I've become to tracking my rolls and how much I get out of analyzing the session afterwards with the data that I collect in my little book. Um, I honestly felt it maybe wasn't worth going to the casino without it. But I said, as I said, Nothing was going to stop me today, so I wanted to make sure that I went. And my next hurdle was then my cash. And it appears that the wife and the kids must have ransacked my wallet that morning, and my usual $400 buy-in was now down to $150, which meant I had to totally change my bet style for the day. And what I was planning on doing, I couldn't do, because you've got to have the right bankroll for the right place. And... I've, I've, I've then had to opt to keep it simple with just the basic one hit can't miss, which I explained in my last uh, podcast episodes and previous episodes too, and then uh, press up and out from there as, as a hand developed. And I had the option today when I showed up at the craps table, it was a half table open on the right side. So I had the option of stick right one or stick right six. And since I was playing and I, and I had, okay, I had a limited bankroll, so I thought I'm going to play dark, which is not hard for me to do because I usually do. So I opted for the stick right six position, even though that is my nemesis position to shoot from. I cannot shoot from stick right six. That's right around in the hook near the dealer. And that, they were breaking in a new dealer that day as well. And, but she was quite experienced, so I had no issues with her whatsoever. But ultimately, it was your basic grind session. Uh, not much to report at all. A little bit up, a little bit down. A little bit up, a little bit down. Um, a couple of my don't come bets didn't travel because the dealer forgot to send them. 
And I like to keep an eye on my bets, as we all should. And the next roll after the one that, that my, my don't come bet was meant to travel to a box number, uh, it was a seven. And both times that happened, they tried to take my don't come and I had to remind them, hang on, don't take that. You didn't push it to a box number. And then they realized, oh, yes, yeah, sorry. And then they paid me, which is good. But on the flip side of that, I don't say anything when they forget because um, what if that number was to repeat? Then I would have lost my don't come if it had have moved. So then I would have argued the other way that they can't take my bet because they didn't move it when they first should have. Of course, I would, would not have a leg to stand on if they didn't. Uh, you've got to run with whatever the box says. But um, look, I know being dealer, being the dealer is a hard job. It is a very hard job. So in the end, I'm happy with whatever they say, whatever the box says goes. I'm happy with that. It's a hard job. So I do understand when some things go missing, you've got to keep an eye on your own stuff and basically ask them. If there's a mistake, you ask them, but no point jumping all up and down about it. It doesn't get you anywhere. And my only hand of the session was a 10 roll hand shooting dark. And I got one point and all the inside numbers on all my throws, which was nice. And everyone was getting excited and always uh, remarks that the dark side shooters are the best shooters. And I still haven't worked out why that is. If anyone knows, please let me know. Shoot me an email, podcast at crapsjourney.com. I'd love to know. Um, I was just making a nice comeback after a few early uh, losses and my time was up. So I had to get back to work as normal. So I'll have to take this and leave it for another day. But anyway, coloured in $123 minus $27 in 45 minutes. As usual, if you uh, haven't subscribed, please head over to iTunes and do so. Uh, also on Stitcher. And um, that gives you back access to the catalogue that I've got and will keep you notified when new episodes come out. Other than that, see you next time.